Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Stephen A. Smith, our friend from ESPN and First. Hey, Stephen, are you a 24 guy? The show 24? Uh, yes, yes, I am. Did you watch Uh-oh. last night? I did not. I've got a T-vote. I've been traveling, as you well know, so I've missed it. But I plan on catching up on all my 24 episodes by this week. Wouldn't you agree that the Wouldn't you agree that the mother terrorist is one of the really nice people that's ever been on television? I'm sorry, who? The 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 mother of the daughter who's the terrorist who's who's plotting this whole plot. I I would I wouldn't call her nice. No, when she when she when she was fixing her wound. Just the other day, when she had slashed herself in the leg, yeah, the mama, the mama, in 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 in, in you know, in, in trying to heal the wound and sew up and stitch the wound, was basically giving that indication: we don't fail. No, no, you they got don't. a job to do, and not only that, she doesn't mind prostituting her wife, uh, her daughter. <laughs> yeah. she, told, she told the daughter's husband, you know, this is what we do. Yep, she's it's not nothing the, personal. She's not the mom yeah, of the year. Is. Hey, we have a we have a rematch of last year's NBA Finals. The Spurs contend, Stephen A., that they have thought of very little else since losing Game Six and Seven last year and the title. Will this year be different? And if so, why? Listen, um, they're telling the truth because it's something that you know I've been saying for months because they gave those indications very, very early on. It was a devastating loss they suffered in the in the finals last year. We all know that. And, and, and to show the professionalism and the focus that they showed in being who they were throughout this season and positioning themselves uh, to recapture something they believe in their hearts and minds that they lost, that, that, that belongs to them, I think makes for a very epic encounter. I'm looking forward to it. Um, in the end, you know, again, I thought they should have won last year. They blew it in game six. They're clearly the better team now. It's just that at this stage and point in LeBron James' career, it's pretty close to impossible for me personally mm. to bet against. So I'm of the mindset that whether it's in six games or seven games, that LeBron James will somehow figure out a way to hold on to a crown that he's captured over the last two years. Where does this put LeBron? I know we do this argument all the time, but I'm always fascinated by it. Let's say LeBron wins and falls off a cliff after the, the, the final game. Where does he rank historically? Do you have him third, fourth, sixth, second? Where is he? Uh, it's hard to say because it's three titles, uh, but he lost two. Um, and he went through some real struggles in the earlier part of his career, particularly in big moments. Uh, but much to, the, much to the chagrin of many people in Boston, I, I can imagine, I have been of the mindset of agreeing with Mark Jackson that at the very least he'll go down as the greatest small forward of all time, including that uh, eclipsing Larry Bird. Even though Larry Bird was a better shooter, Larry Bird's a three-time champion, three-time league MVP. Larry Bird is definitely somebody that I would prefer in the clutch in terms of versatility all-around game over the course of 82 games in a regular season and so much time during the postseason. I definitely think when you consider the, the entire arsenal that LeBron James brings to the table, he would at the very least go down as the greatest power forward of uh, uh, sorry, the greatest small forward, the greatest small forward of all time, and and obviously. Um, somebody that's worthy of at least consideration to be on the Mount Rushmore of the NBA. I'll give you that, but I'll just say Bird was a better shooter, a better 
rebounder passer. and a better passer. Other than that, no, we'll no, 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 no. Stop that third point. You got the shooter. That's, that's LeBron's not even in Bird's class as a shooter. You got me with the rebounding because the numbers say he was a better rebounder, even though I think it helps to have Mikhail and Parrish on your front line because those guys, even when they weren't grabbing rebounds, they were helping you get rebounds because of their ability to box out and patrol the front line with Bird. And then, but don't tell me Bird was definitively a better passer oh, than LeBron James. Oh, Steven, Steven, sure Steven you come on, you're better than that. That's not oh, even. That's excuse not even me, close. Excuse me, excuse me, gentlemen. You guys are better than that. Oh, you guys are better oh, than that. Oh God, can, don't say you that. Can, you can, hey, hey, listen, listen. It's a debate, and I give you that. Yeah, embrace debate. I'm, cha- You've seen I'm challenge, No, no, I'm challenging your proclamation that there's nothing to discuss. That it's not even close. That's what I'm challenging. So, no, there's plenty of things LeBron does better, but Bird just a better shooter, rebounder, better passer. free throw shooter. LeBron's a shooter, LeBron's a better defender, rebound. gets to the shooter, basket. He better. certainly can get to the rim better. No, you can't definitively say he's a better passer than LeBron. Steven, right. Bird's a better low post player. Let me say this: If you have one game, you have to win one game. Your life is on the line. You can have LeBron James or Larry Bird. Who you take? Larry Bird. Well, then that's the debate. Then you're done. No, he's no, a better no, no, player. No, no, not for me. Not for me. And that's it. Is, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't want you to take this as an insult, considering what I do on a daily basis. But you sound like Skid Bayless right now. No, don't, no, say don't say that. Don't no. say that. Don't say that. That's a cheap don't shot. Don't say that. That's a low blow. Yes, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But that's something he said. That's something he said. All I'm going to say to you is this. I would take Bird in one game. I would take Bird in a in any clutch late game situation because of his ability to shoot not just from the perimeter but from the free throw line. But I'm one of those guys that takes into account those first 46 minutes. I take into account 82 regular season games, not just clutch moments in the postseason, and I take into account what you're able to do on the defensive end of the floor, not just offensively. And that's why I would give LeBron the edge. But Bird is definitely – LeBron's not even in Bird's class as a shooter, and he doesn't, he's, not, he's not in the same ballpark in the clutch late-game situations because Bird was just a sniper. He was a marksman. I'll give him that. But all-around game on both ends of the floor – LeBron James was a superior player than than Larry Bird. That's just a fact. Hey, Stephen A., because something significant happened basketball-related here this weekend, which we will get to in a minute, I asked the following question to Santa set the stage. In your estimation, Stephen A., how many stars does a team need to win a title? Two, two and a half, three? What's the number in your mind? Two, but you have to have quality role players. Two, but you really just need two. You don't need three. You need two, okay? Yep. And, and, and the two don't have to be on the same level. There has to be somebody that's above the crowd. And I'll go back to your, your very own Boston Celtics, you know, back in the day. Bird was the ultimate superstar for your team. But I have, I have strongly considered, up until the arrival of Tim Duncan, I have consistently said that Kevin McHale is the best power forward I've ever seen. Mm. From 10 feet and in, he is the closest thing to unstoppable I have ever witnessed in my life on a basketball court inside that paint area. Kevin McHale was money. And because of that, to me, before Tim Duncan arrived, Kevin McHale was the greatest power forward I have ever seen. But he wasn't Bird. So you have Bird, who was a star on an elite level. You have McHale who definitely was up there in terms of his unstoppable presence in the post offensively. And then, of course, you had the pieces around in the parishes of the world, the Danny Age, the Dennis Johnson, Dennis Johnson yeah. guys like that. But you got to have 
one elite dude, and then it helps to have that second superstar. But outside of that, you just need quality role players. All right, so if two is the number, would Rondo and Kevin Love qualify to make the Celtics NBA Finals competitive? No, no. Why? Period. Nothing to discuss because Rondo can't shoot from the perimeter. Ah. He's struggling. He's a he's an elite point guard in terms of his ability to run the team. He's definitely somebody worthy of having. Um, I, I love his game, with the exception of his ability to hit perimeter shots. Kevin McHale, I'm sorry, but Kevin Love can hit perimeter shots better than most, and we all know that. And you can't sneeze at 26 and 12 because that's what he delivered for you this past season. But at the same time. Let's take into account the fact that even though he can do those things offensively, he's, a, he, he's somewhat of a defensive liability. So you combine a defensive liability that he is along with Rondo's inability to shoot perimeter shots. At some point in time or another, one of those elements are going to let you down when it counts. All right, we know he's going to go for 20 and 10, you know, for double-double 60 times next year for somebody. Is there any chance it's the Celtics? Does he end up here? Steve? I don't believe so. Anything's possible. You can't rule it out. Uh, Danny Ainge has pulled off some heists in the past. We all know that. Uh, everybody ain't his friend, like Kevin McHale was when he was in Boston. <laughs> and he'd give rap to Kevin Garnett. But nevertheless, um, you never know what he can pull off. In the end, however, Kevin Love says he wants to be with a contender. He mentioned Chicago. He mentioned Golden State. Boston simply doesn't fall in that equation at this particular moment in time. Um, it's not something that I believe is plausible. Uh, so he could spend time in Boston at Fenway Park and have big poppy tweeting for him and all of this other stuff. But in the end, what it comes down to is that the Boston Celtics at this juncture is in a rebuilding mode and it's simply not good enough. And if Kevin Love wants to win, Boston's not the place to go right now. Let's play along, though, and say it's possible that Love does want to come here. And let's just do that for a second. Would you give up four first-round picks for Kevin Love? Absolutely not. Did you say four as in the number four? Between three and five, yes, the number four. No. Absolutely not. What would you, what would your price be if you're if you're if you're? Um, um, I think I think Kevin Love is worth the first round pick and a, a decent player or two on your roster, but he's not worth uh, four picks. I don't care what round it is. He's well, not Ainge, you know first Ainge, or second round. I, he's not worth that. Ainge has ten of them, I believe nine or ten. Could be ten. Yeah, he has seventeen I'm not picks. Giving, I'm not giving up four of them for Kevin Love. It's not happening. Final question for me, Stephen A. Smith. Is the window in the West closing on the Spurs, and will the Thunder ascend to that throne next year with their stars, their two stars? I'm not sure the Thunder will ascend because I think Scott Brooks needs to do a better job of coaching this team and positioning his players to exploit things better offensively. Every shot they take was a challenged shot. If they're not scoring on a fast break, you know, Russell Westbrook's athleticism is what gets him open or or his ability to get the ball to Kevin Durant. But outside of that, every practically every shot they take is contested, and that works to their detriment. You've got to do something better than that if you're Scott Brooks, which he has not done. And so as a result of that, I think that they've got to get a better low post presence to help spread the floor better uh, so you can open things up for Durant, for uh, or Westbrook. Uh, but until I see that from Oklahoma City, they're going to challenge. But in the end, I don't think they're going to win the championship until they become something more than a perimeter team. The Spurs, the window is closing because Father Time is undefeated. It creeps, us on, it creeps up on us all. There's no way around that, and you just have to deal with that reality. Uh, but the Spurs have been counted out on many occasions in the past, and look at how they've made, that, made those predictions. Mm-hmm. So I give them a lot of credit and a lot of respect, uh, but in the end, they still need to do more.
He's our friend Stephen A. Smith from ESPN and First Take. Say hello to Skip for us, Stephen, and we'll talk to you down the road. And by the way, well, I, I'm sure you don't mind that since you sounded just like him. <laughs> so make sure to do that. You're going to enjoy the last two or three episodes of 24 you haven't seen. Trust me on that, Stephen oh, A. Oh, I'm not going to miss it. All right, I promise Steve. you that. I'll see you this weekend. We'll talk to you Thank down you the road. Guys. Stephen A. Smith with Dennison Callahan on the AT&T Hotline. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.